Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Check out the original DG Designs at David Gardner's Jewelers 911 University Drive in front of audio video. Burson and your host, Chip Howard. The College Football Writers Roundtable is brought to you by 808 Technologies. Welcome in. Glad to have you with us here on this Monday. Robert Sesson of the Eagle is here. Rusty Burson is here from Miramont. And uh, I don't know where to start, guys. I don't know what to talk about today. I got my bracket filled <laughs> <Baseball>. out. <laughs> we will. We may get there. Uh, I got my bracket filled out, though. I'll just go opposite of yours. Yeah, that's probably right. I did mine by colors this year, so yeah, I hope okay. that I hope that works good. I've got Rutgers, Wyoming, in, Indi- <laughs> Indiana, and Michigan in yeah. the Final Four. And, and Notre what? Dame. What yeah. about Notre Dame? I believe oh, they're in the lead eight. I yeah. believe okay. those are good picks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, really high on Rutgers. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> you need to be. It's good educational school. Yeah. It, it was interesting to hear Buzz before. Before all of this came out, after the game yesterday, they were asking him, and he goes, I got to tell you, I don't know what they do. There's no transparency. He goes, I don't know how the committee is picked. And I'm going, How is the committee picked? I saw a deal today that seven members of the committee were from mid major schools. So, can I read the members of the committee to you? Sure. So, Barry Collier, Butler AD, okay. Keith Gill, Sunbelt Conference Commissioner, Greg Byrne, Alabama. Martin James, UCLA. Mark Coyle, Minnesota. These are athletic directors. Okay, D's. Uh, Bubba Cunningham, North Carolina. Jamie Pollard, Iowa State. Charles McClellan, Southwestern Athletic Conference Commissioner. Bernadette, Bernadette McGlade, Atlantic 10 Commissioner. Michael Bryan, Toledo. Chris Reynolds, Bradley. And Tom Burnett, Southland Conference. So you talk about some – I mean, the commissioners are all, like, very small conferences. So I don't know Alabama, how they're picked. Iowa State. I I, I, I got a question. Why don't? Why wouldn't they use former college coaches the way that the football football has been put together? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think that that. Some I mean, people who made. know basketball. Yeah. Oh, okay, but I thought of someone else. Uh huh. A step back. We went through this a few years ago in baseball. That's when, true. When, when uh, yeah, when what's his face Hyman was on, yes. whatever. And I said, here's the deal: we're going to have to live with this and not really complain if we don't want to change it. If they want these power conferences to get together and and take over the NCAA, whatever, it's like they're always complaining after the fact. The kid's dead, you know, right. or whatever. No, you you're know, right. It's, it's just like you're right. And it's one of these things where, you know. It is what it is, and believe it or not, I see both sides. I see the pluses and the minuses, and I get it. I live in an area where, oh, man, A&M should have gone. Okay, but I saw warts, you know, as the, well, as I the saw week warts played too, on. But, but, everybody. but you, my problem yeah. with this is not that A&M didn't deserve to be in. I, I can understand that. But the schools that I mentioned in front of them, I cannot justify Rutgers. I cannot justify Notre Dame when you head up beat Notre Dame. When your resume is better, 
look, when they were going through that eight-game losing streak, I, mm-hmm. I, I'd given up. I'd given up on how do you get yeah. into the NIT. But I didn't see this team turn around. And then this last week, this is one of the most mm-hmm. inspired teams I've ever seen. And they loved that they were getting across the board from ESPN. That's what really kind of like put me over the top. I was like, well, they've done enough. Okay, if I do a column, one thing that I ran into a problem with last week, I spent four days watching SEC Network. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of Kool-Aid, and suddenly you get no doubt. the SEC is a great conference. Yep, yep. You talk to the media around here, all A&M's founded or whatever. That still doesn't change their record against quad one teams or what they did. Not, and I, like I've said, Rusty, I think I put all those in the hat. If I was in that committee, I think I wouldn't have a problem with the way it played out. I could say the three or four or five teams that are not in have a case. But that's like a Hall of Fame, or that's like anything. Well, and you put talked, yourself. Yeah. Chip said that before. I mean, Chip said that earlier on the way over here. I listened to him. It was like every year you're going to have fan bases upset, right? I mean, it's just that's just it. That's a good thing. I, I think, mean, we actually. went from 64 to 68, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. now instead of 60, still missing out. Yeah. What irks me though more than anything else as an A&M fan is not only did A&M not get in, but they were the fourth team out. That's it wasn't where close. If, I can't. If if Richmond does, if Richmond loses. And that if was Virginia a big Tech one, loses, man. They, when I, they when still I saw that happen, I knew that was a big and they one, still too. Don't go. And they still wouldn't have gone. I, I thought they would be, I liked, and I said to last week, I like to follow Lenardi. Now, whether he's got an in or whatever, I think over the years, he's pretty on the money about where people are. And he, he had AM in his last poll. His last one, but he did say late Saturday night, if you look at his tweet, this could change tomorrow depending on you know who wins right. and who doesn't win. And my point being is, I thought A and M would be the last one in or last one out. That, that that was my gut feeling when I did everything, and I go, man, anytime you leave it to the committee, if you put a gun to my head Sunday morning, I'd say they were in. You know, I I've said this before many times <laughs> for many years. When you look at A and M's non conference schedule, except for the tournament. Okay, mm-hmm. they they got to play Wisconsin, who turned out to be a really good team toward the end of the year. And Notre right? Dame, and Notre Dame, right? And, and Butler, Butler was yeah, okay. okay. Butler didn't turn out as right. well this year as they usually do. Right, right. usually, but, do. but but it's a good name. Yeah. They got to play those two teams. Okay, right. they played TCU, which TCU. ended up being a, a tournament really team, good team. Right, they they were they were a decent tournament team. They had nobody at home. Again, right uh, to 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 play, they have got to. You know, I agree. Got to beef up their schedule. Right? Have to. They have they to. must must have a better non conference schedule. And I think you you nailed it. And I think that next year you have to go take it. And you know you have to remove all doubt. You can't have That's that the other long, thing. That long eight game. You look at. On on paper, and again, we know everything has changed because we don't, you know, transfer portal. Really, I see it, most of these these guys coming back in terms of the young guys. You know, the the Wade Taylors and and yep. the Henry Coleman's, and there's some pieces there. You know, especially when you look at Hassan and how guys that stepped up mm-hmm. over and over and over. Hayden Hefner. I mean, mm-hmm. stepping up. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot, it was like different guy every time. That was, that was Q. Q's going to be tough to replace, obviously, right? But you're going to have to schedule some good opponents, and you're going to have to go get it early. So, you know, we've seen two times, two out of three years, Buzz coached here, 
at the end, A&M was a really, really good basketball team, but they weren't at the start, and that's where you're going to have to get a lot better right from the start. Yeah, you got to get better from the start. And another sure. thing of watching the SEC network, what works in football, it benefits the SEC. They're so good, the power conference works against them in basketball because if push gets to shove, an ACC team, a Big Ten team, and a Big 12 team's got to get in over an SEC team. And there's no way to change that except you go out and schedule well and make your resume that they have to which, pick you. Which they made a point, Cease, about five years ago of saying, look, you guys have to schedule. like They gave him <laughs> a right. template on how to schedule, right? This is how you have to schedule because we have to get better, okay? And you know how I know they're getting better is because all of these really good coaches, except for Will Wade, are getting fired because they didn't do enough, right? Right. In football, he did too much. In football, you're fired after two years, right? You don't win. You're given two years. Well, now I'm looking. I'm going. You know, I'm a big Frank Martin fan. I think Frank Martin's a great coach. I I don't know if South Carolina can do better than Frank Martin, but 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 (laughs) but they fired him, right? Uh, Florida, I, I think what happened is Mike White got out ahead of the posse. Mm-hmm. He, he, he jumped, Smart guy. He jumped ship because he knew what was coming, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Crean was really good coach before he got to Georgia. Yes, For whatever reason, it didn't work, you know? I mean, but 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 they're, they're, people are looking around going, hey, we're good enough to be part of this. You know, if we can do it in football, we can do it in basketball. And they've improved a thousand percent in the last five years. Got to keep doing with it. With the quality of coaching, with the players, you have to you have to keep doing it. And that's what works against Texas A and M every single time. There's there's no history there, that's right? The there other is thing. none. Yeah, we like, talk about it in, in football. football. We right. talked about it two years ago, exactly. right? When Notre Dame beat him out. Guess what? Notre Dame beat them out again this year in basketball. And they have the name. And, and they have the name. That and matters. A&M, you, and yes, the, and the it conference. matters. And the conference. You would never get a committee person to say that in a million years. They'd be fired if they came out and said it. But when they're in the room, There's and no if doubt. it comes down to Michigan and Indiana and Notre Dame against Texas A&M, A&M's got no shot with those teams that I just mentioned. None. Particularly in basketball. But that's why my, my biggest issue on this whole thing is not those schools you mentioned it's Rutgers it's like that's the one that are like okay man I, I get what you're saying Chip 100% but then the, that Rutgers thing Rutgers like, bothers me but it doesn't bother me nearly as much as Wyoming I looked up Wyoming you're right. today Wyoming right? too, yeah. I looked up Wyoming today and and, and see and and the they as far as I can tell I mean quality they were good within their league which is a good league I'm not saying anything about the league but they didn't have any great wins, right? I'm, I'm looking at them, and, and they got beat early, right, in their conference tournament, if yes. I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. so that that one bothers me more than anybody. Rutgers bothers me putting them in with all of the Big East teams, all of the Big Ten teams, with nine Big Ten teams. And you saw what the Big Ten did last year yeah. in the tournament. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would, as a committee member, I would say, look, we did all this last year, and they didn't win a damn thing. They right. got smoked. Right. I'm going, they're going to have to sh- – the few teams that I put in this year better win some games this year, or they're going to get penalized again mm-hmm. next year for not being good enough. Yep. Right? The nine Big Ten teams is mm-hmm. a joke as far as I'm concerned, right? Uh, yep, 100%. Well, well, what's funny is if the, the seedings hold out, the, the Big Ten – 
is not going to get anybody in the Final Four. Because, you know, I, it's, it's, what's hilarious is they got nine, but they have no number one seats. SEC doesn't have no number one seats. That's right. So, I mean, if the seats hold, they're not going to get anybody there. There's no way the seeds are going to hold this year. Well, I, I don't it. think. I don't I, think. I'm with you. Uh, the, the, uh, the teams that I feel like uh, the two number one seeds that I think are going to be there personally are Arizona and Gonzaga. I think in my bracket, I have those two number one seeds getting there. Who do you have Baylor losing to? I have Baylor losing. Where was Baylor? Um, which which bracket? Is oh, South. right there. I have yeah. Baylor losing to Kentucky okay. in, in the Elite Eight because Baylor, I think, has a pretty good draw. I, you know, I just fill it out and I look and go, that's a good draw. Right. Uh, I, I have Baylor going all the way to the Elite Eight. I, I like their draw on that side of the bracket, right? I like Kentucky's draw. I have Kentucky in the Final Four. Uh, and then on the other side, the tough one for me was the Midwest because I don't think Kansas is going to do it. I, I have been, I have not been on their bandwagon. I know they won the Big Twelve. I know they're good. They don't have a point guard. They have a great player with a Baji, but they don't have a true point guard. That bothers me in this tournament. They don't play good enough defense. That bothers me in this tournament. They always get slowed down. In this tournament, it is really hard to pick up the pace. It favors, in my mind, the more deliberate teams, which I, which is one of the reasons I have St. Mary's in the Sweet 16 against uh, Baylor because they're one of those teams. Wisconsin is one of those teams, and I don't like Wisconsin as a school at all. And I have them in the Final Four on their half of the bracket. I have them beating Auburn because that's just the kind of team that would give Auburn fits. Yeah, I want to go back to what you said a little bit earlier about, you know, we talked about this two years ago with, with A&M being yes. the fifth yes. out of the four-team playoff. Yes. And, I, you know, I, I hate it, but it's the reality because, you know, we've all followed A&M for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was listening to Louie earlier today. Louie's very upset and, and, you know, justifiably so, you know, that A&M doesn't get respect. And the bottom line is – you have to look at A&M's basketball history. This is a school that's never, ever gone beyond the Sweet 16. Not one time have we ever gone beyond Sweet there's 16. There's almost no basketball history. Right. In you know, there's a few scheme. Sweet 16 teams. A few right? here and there. That's it. Yeah. And then so from football, you're looking at one conference title in the last 25 years. And one, one national championship. Since in 1939. And everybody's dead. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. the bottom line is. No, that's like, right. Like, and huh? so you you can't, once you step outside the Aggie bubble. you got to get out of the bubble and look how other people are looking. Yes. perception. You yeah. have to do that. You have to get outside the I know 50 mile I know it hurts that what we're saying, people are. Right, it hurts they're, me. They're, they're, they're wrecking on the on the highway. <laughs> they're they're grabbing their steering. They're screaming at us right now. You're but, an idiot. But facts are facts. Well, and it's the same thing, you know, with, with, with A&M baseball. I mean, the reality is. Everybody thinks about it. What a great tradition A and M baseball. They have had one. They have not had a college World Series win, win. since nineteen ninety three. Nineteen ninety three. Yeah, not one victory in Omaha. And yes. so, can you imagine if LSU had only won one game in in five years, three years? They kill some. They, but they, that's they, why A and M doesn't get the national respect. I agree. We we all agree, and, and that's something that sometimes, <laughs> like I said, late Saturday night ago, man, I've been watching SEC Network too long. Yeah. 
<laughs> I go, I need, I need to get reality check. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like they're not going to have four people at the Final Four. You know, let's, let's yeah. get real. But, you know, thankfully they have the SEC Network. I mean, that's, that's where you make the money and things. But sometimes you got to remember, step away from the microphone. Yeah, you know, and I watched the I watched the Big Twelve, and I watched Oklahoma fall out, and I was like, "Well, that's that's good for him." It's good for right? him. But then to see the final rankings, and then Oklahoma would have got in in front of A and M. It's just like I just don't disagree. I, I, I looked I, up I don't Ken, agree. Ken Palm's ratings, which are very close to the net. He does mm, all of that stuff: close, yeah. adjusted defense, adjusted offense. So he's he's very close. Oklahoma was sitting at thirty. They are the highest team not in the tournament by far. Okay. By far. Uh, Michigan, who I don't think belongs there, right? They're sitting at 33. Indiana, who I don't think belongs there, is at 36. Okay. That compares to AM's 43. And I believe on uh the, on the net, they were 42, I believe, on the net. So both of those are right there, yep. okay? Yep. So at least two of uh, 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 two teams, um, well, Michigan and Indiana got in that we said, you know, I, I and I'm looking at the eye test, right? I, I, I think the eye test means something to me. It always it means does. something in football. It means something to me in basketball. And that's why I looked at this A&M team in the last – two and a half, three weeks of the season, and said, this is a tournament team, okay? Not only is this a tournament team, this is a tournament team that can go and win one or two games in the tournament. If, if because the they're real deliberate, but, and they play great defense. And, yeah. and they defend. They, they take away what you do best. And, and they ended up having a great player that Quentin came on. They actually had a three-headed monster with Henry Coleman playing outstanding basketball, right? Uh, and, and they were just in boots, right? And, and I mean, boots and yeah. boots was very good. So yeah. they had three guys playing at a high level. That was an NCAA tournament team. Okay, no, no question in my mind they were an NCAA tournament team. But you can't look. All these guys, I, I don't. They're all pinheads, right? All these administrators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I say we need basketball coaches, right? Because all these guys are pinheads. They're looking at this stuff, right? I think they're looking at this more than they're actually watching the games. The, the only, the only, I wonder though. I'm sorry to interrupt, please, but yeah. I wonder how many more wins it would have taken instead of that eight game losing streak. If you won two of those games. So if you won two of those games, if you beat South Carolina at home and you beat Vanderbilt at the road, is that a whole different perspective there? I mean, those two teams wouldn't necessarily raise you in the net. Your points because beating, they're so low. Beating yeah. LSU and that overtime game there when Arkansas. they didn't have anybody. Right. And, and even Arkansas a third time. Or Kentucky, obviously. Or, or, or the Kentucky game. You know, there's there's – when you're this close, there is probably one game, and I said it at the time, even before when they were in the middle of that losing streak, I said this LSU game in Baton Rouge where they didn't have their players is going to haunt them because that game they had no business losing. Or score 16 points at home against LSU. Yes, yeah, same thing. Uh, Brad, uh, on the Players Fund Center phone line, thanks for holding, Brad. Yeah, gentlemen, um... I will say I am very critical of Aggie athletics because I wear the emotion on my sleeve. Uh, but I will say that I was very disappointed they didn't get in only because it felt like the conference tournament had zero value whatsoever unless you won the entire thing. 
I mean, heck, Tennessee didn't even benefit from beating Kentucky and beating us and winning that when they should have been on the two line. Yep. And what bothers me about these committee members is they can't give you a justifiable reason why A&M was left out because if you look at all the metrics and compare them to Notre Dame and Wyoming and all these others, they beat them in every single one. And not to mention they beat Notre Dame head-to-head. So to me, there is an implicit bias for teams in the Midwest and Big Ten country, the ACC and the Big 12. It's been that way all year because the Big 12 always gets more teams in that I think they deserve. The SEC typically gets less. I don't know if that's a committee problem that Sankey has to address, but it was apparent to me that A&M's uh, rankings were finalized at the end of regular season and their wins over Auburn and Arkansas had no justification for the tournament. Brad, thanks for the comments. Uh, that bothers me that if the, if the tournament doesn't have any value, uh, why – well, that's stupid. Why do you play it? You play it because of money. The tournaments have always been for uh, – the underdogs. These tournaments are geared for the underdog, right? I don't want to take anything away from A&M's win against Auburn. Auburn's a very good basketball team, but Auburn, Auburn's going to get a high they had nothing seed. Nothing to play for. They had nothing to play for. I agree with you, right? Nothing. And they looked flat. They, they did, did look they, flat, they, right? Uh, coming out. You got yeah. You got to have the season on the line, and I get it. What <laughs> What I think the committee has done a good thing of is. If you're a bubble team, you go to a tournament, you're going to have to win it. The tournament means something to you, to the underdog. Uh, then the flip side of it is, if you're Auburn in Kentucky, you can say it cost you number one seat. It, it was costly for you not to show up, but they live to play another And I day. don't understand Tennessee at, at all. I think that I think overall this committee was horrible at their job this <laughs> yeah, year. Too. And I'm not saying yeah, just because they didn't get in. in. No, I, agree. I thought the committee was terrible. Tennessee I think, I think it's three. a joke that Tennessee's on the three line and that Duke is ahead of them. I think that's a joke. But if we're going to say, hey, A&M doesn't have the cachet, that's why they're not getting in, Duke does. Yeah, and exactly. Duke has earned it. I, I, they've earned the idea that, hey, if there's a doubt between the second and third seed, this is Duke. We're giving him the second seed. Yeah, I'm not going to take the guy, team that took 43 years to win a conference championship. Yes. I'm going to take the one that hasn't won one in three years, and they want the coach to retire and move on. And and have had you know six national championships. And, and, I it mean, is, it's, and it is what it is. What works in the, for the SEC in football works against them in basketball. And they got yes. to keep working. Same thing. they got to keep working they to make to get sure. Better, and they have gotten and better. And they have gotten better. And now the teams that are in there, they need, believe it or not, they need Arkansas and some teams like that to get on and a roll. I, and I looked at Arkansas. Arkansas has a shot at playing Gonzaga in the Sweet 16. If there you want to make headlines, knock off the number one seed, right? It, they can't get in foul trouble like they did against A&M. Because once you right. took Note out of the game, oh, they were they yeah, were, they were done. Yeah. Game was over. No yeah. doubt. Game was you over. Because they can't shoot outside of Note. I know. They can't shoot. They can't. I mean, Honestly, the, the kid, team to me that, that is as geared for a long run is Tennessee. Yeah. I'm very impressed with how they're playing right now. They defend like crazy. They can hit the three-point shot. They have guard play. Yes, they they have everything you need to, to and, go deep into and, the tournament. And the coach. And I like Tennessee and right the now. Coach. Because but the coach, by the way, has had a devil of a time winning games in this tournament. It's very true. It's very well, true. Got Texas. And, yes. and here's the deal is, I think the SEC tournament might have hurt them in the fact is it showed how to beat everybody. 
because once again, Auburn has not been the same away from Auburn. No, I mean, they're not. I mean, they play and their well. guard play has been just really, if not poor, then very erratic. And Kentucky, I think they lack a lot of times. You watch them the senior leadership. They lose games that they shouldn't lose. You same know, thing. The, the thing about yesterday's game that you know we forget is that the fourteen nothing to start right. And A and M had wide open threes that they've been hitting all week, right? Yeah. Now maybe it's because they have dead legs. I thought they had dead legs. I, I no, just so thought I, they were tired. I, I, I so. thought Quentin Jackson could barely get down the court. I really did. Yeah, and it's it's it's, it's natural, natural, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Natural. I, that's not a criticism. That's just I'm saying that's life. that was that's their life. fourth game in four right. days, and they look like it. But right. not hitting the that's compared to going also against a really good basketball team. That wears right? you down. The best that they played in those four games. Most by, physical. In my, in my mind by far, right? Yeah. At least this week. And, and that was a poor combination to have a, that fourth day with tired legs against a really good team. Well, one of the things that made A&M so good in those first three games is that they jumped out. I mean, in each of those three they games, jumped on them. They, did. they jumped out. They came out breathing fire. They never trailed against Arkansas. And they got hit in the mouth yesterday they really early. They got hit in the mouth really hard. Really early. So. We'll take a break. We'll come back. The Writers' Roundtable from Monday brought to you by 808 Technologies. Um, and I want to uh, send you to Kyrus Truck Center because it's darn near mowing season. I think. Now, I'm no weatherman, but I do play one on the radio that we've had our last freeze and really cold weather for the spring. I think your yard's going to start growing, and you're going to need to fix it. So go by and see David Hogan and get a zero-turn rider mower uh, from Cub Cadet. Um, and, and talk to him about the zero-turn rider mower deals that he has, okay, at Kairish. And you can deal with local people. He is going to stand behind everything. He will set everything up for you, and he will make you a tremendous deal with zero money down and 0% interest. It's Kyrish Truck Center, Highway 21, half mile east of the bypass in Bryan. Aggie fans, Slovacek Sausage is the official sausage of Texas A&M Athletics and available all season long at Bluebell Park. Slovacek uses the same great Czech recipe you've been used to for years and is made just down the road in Snook, Texas. Slovacek's been a part of the Aggie community since 1957. So come see us on game day at Patio at the Park inside of Bluebell or look for us at your local grocer. Slovacek Sausage, proud to be the official sausage of Texas A&M Athletics. This portion of the program is brought to you by West Webb, All Britain, and Gentry. At West Webb Law, we know clients want us to treat each legal matter as if it is our own. As a former engineer now specializing in real estate and business transactions, I'm a problem solver, serving my clients with practical solutions to every case. Whether it's a complicated commercial transaction or starting a new business, I have the legal experience you can count on to deliver the results you expect. Contact me, Brian Hanna, at westweb.law. West Webb, Albritton, and Gentry, the experienced legal team for the things you value most. Principal Office, College Station, Texas. 808 Technologies combines over 40 years of experience in electronics integration, specializing in sound, video, automation, and networking for both residential and commercial applications. The result is unmatched performance visually, sonically, and functionally. For the next level in custom electronic design and installation, contact 808 Technologies for a free consultation at 808tech.net. That's 808tech.net. 
Nothing improves the value of your home like a new kitchen or bathroom. Hi, I'm Joe Orsack. For 22 years now, Marblecraft has served thousands of Brazos Valley residents, providing all of the products and services needed to make your kitchen or bath look new again. From cabinets, painting, glass shower doors, cultured marble, Tiberian, quartz, and granite countertops starting at $29 a square foot. Call Marblecraft today at 846-3881 or visit our showroom at 702 West Carson Street in Bryan. Join us at Producers on Saturday, March 19th for the Spring Agronomy Kickoff. Industry leaders from Corteva and Bayer will be presenting the latest innovations in weed management strategies. Attendees will also receive two CEU credit hours, including drift minimization and laws and regulations. Saturday, March 19th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Producers on Texas Avenue in Bryan, just north of 21. Welcome back. Thanks for being with us. The Writer's Roundtable brought to you by 808 Technologies. I will tell you again, we will be on the air an hour early tomorrow. We're going to be on from 3 to 5 because we've got Aggie baseball moved to 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon because the basketball game's at 8 o'clock. We will carry the game at 4.50 tomorrow afternoon. I will be on the air at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. I thought maybe you forgot to turn your clock ahead and you're going to do no, it tomorrow. No, no, I'm still grumpy for missing an hour's sleep on I'm Saturday I'm with you 100%. Night. Don't get me started on that deal. So we were talking <laughs> the during committee the break. Did that. I, I think this is the most difficult NIT field with the most named programs I have seen in I don't know how long. Well, you and I were talking off the air. See, I want to know is, how's the money broken up? I don't know. In the past, the NIT would get tickets, but now the NCAA runs it. runs everything. So if A&M's letting everybody in free, what what does that mean? They're financing the whole tournament. They get a piece of it. They made a deal with ESPN and getting some of that money. I don't know. Uh, Does that mean Alan Cannon and Brad Marquette don't get that big a cut? Are they getting a little piece of the pie on this deal? I'm wondering if they're getting a little taste. I wonder, you know. So here's who we have on A&M's side of the bracket, okay? Just for A&M. If A&M wins uh, tomorrow night, they would play the winner of Utah State and Oregon. Now, Oregon is loaded athletically. They ended up losing nine of their last ten games and limping to the finish line. But Dana Altman's a pretty good coach, and and they have a pretty good history, recent history, of Mm -hmm. playing good basketball, right? They're on that side of the bracket. VCU and Princeton, okay? Princeton is a nightmare to play, right? And Wake Forest was 23-9 and nine and had the player of the year in the ACC. They're in A&M's bottom half of the bracket. In the top half of the bracket, Brigham Young, who was on the, on the bubble. Um, Washington State SMU was on the bubble and ahead of A&M, according to all the metrics, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. On the other hand, you have Dayton, who was one, the last one out of the tournament. You have Vanderbilt, which is playing their best basketball of the year here this last two weeks. And by the way, Jerry Stackhouse, I think, has done a phenomenal job yeah, this has. year. I really think he's done well. He's, you know, surprising me. He's coaching as well as he dresses. <laughs> yes, I mean, he's he, amazing. He, yes, I don't know, man. He's got he, he's shot. I'm just he, saying, he, I've tell he's you got what. those tailor-made Italian suits. Yeah. He's coaching better than I thought he would. He, he his I really. Suits I don't are know more who's coaching our... Florida. Florida is yeah. in it as the number three seed. They got Wade. 
Will uh, Wade to be Z- answered. Yeah, Will Wade. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Xavier, who was on the bubble, is, is on there. Oklahoma, who I already said had a 30 on, on, on Ken Palm and right at the net and was the highest-ranked team to get left out of the tournament and had a bunch of quad one wins and, and – Got within one against Texas Tech in the conference semifinals. And had the ball. They're, they're playing very well. Yeah, yeah, they are. Colorado <laughs> is, a, is a pretty decent basketball team that has had a consistent program the last five to six years. Mississippi State, we know, is up and down, but has the talent. Virginia, who I love because I love their coach. They were a national championship mm-hmm. team not that long ago. And then North Texas and Texas State, who are playing against each other, either one of those teams that comes out will give fits to either Virginia or Mississippi State. This is a very, very competitive tournament field this year. What I'd like to know is, I mean, you see less people turn them down. As I told you, we were off the air. Syracuse wanted to go, but I guess the bids didn't go down that far. They they go by the... By whatever the I'm, I'm impressed. You're right, Cease. Usually you see a bunch of teams that say, so, no, we're, our season's over. We don't want to play. Yeah, so why and I'm playing? wondering yeah. if they had given A&M players the choice, would they have played? I bet you they would. Oh, have. I think so, yeah. You do? Yeah. I, bet okay. you, I bet you Q and Boots just to get one more chance. One play. more? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. Now, they're letting them in free, but then yes. I, I got an email today from the 12th Man Foundation that said that they're charging for games two and three. If, oh, okay. if they get there. I haven't well, heard that, but I assume that. I mean, yeah. if they get there. So tomorrow night's free. Tomorrow they, night's free. But they then, would play, I think, according to the schedule, and, and it won't it won't be, be the official until tomorrow yeah. night's game is over. I think they would play on Saturday. Yeah. And would they play the winner of Wake Forest and Towns? They would play the winner of Wake Forest. No, 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 no. They would play the winner of Utah State Fourth and Oregon. Yeah. Okay. okay. They'd play the winner of Utah State and Oregon. Gotcha. That's kind of ironic. And you hope yeah. it's Oregon and they have to make a one-day turnaround to try to get to College so Station. So do they take four teams to New York? Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes four teams. Semifinals, you. finals. Gotcha. Yep. That's a, that's a nice little trip. If, if I mean, it is there. a trip if you can do it, you yeah. know. I mean, if, if you're going to be in it, you might as well play it. You know, I mean, you might as well win if you're going to be in it. But But <laughs> – can you tell me who won the NIT last year? No, but I can tell you a couple years ago, Baylor. TCU did. Didn't Baylor do well? Uh, Baylor one year win. Baylor won. Baylor Texas won. actually won under Shaka Smart. Do you You're remember right. that? I do remember that. Boy, how did that make, turn out for him? I mean, yeah, exactly. Hey, where is Shaka Smart right now? Uh, Shaka is at Marquette and is in the tournament. Oh really? He's oh, he's taken his wow. third he's taken his third team Good. to I the tournament. I did not know that's why I asked. Yeah. He's at Marquette and he's in the tournament. I wonder if Mark Turgeon fills one of these vacancies here in the uh SEC. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This doesn't seem like SEC country he's to got, Mark. He's got I mean, a, Mark yeah. doesn't seem like an SEC guy. He, he's got no, to find he that not. basketball school that can fire him. Yeah, right. he doesn't he, want to go he, to a football. He does school. not seem like an SEC guy to me. Okay, no, what I'm, kind of I'm guy does he seem like? All right, let's talk about the coaching changes. We're going to take a break, and we'll talk about those uh, when we come back. Passport to Texas is brought to you by VetCorp. Howdy, I'm Blaine Decker, A&M Consolidated Class of 2002 and West Point Class of 2007. I'm proud to return to the Brazos Valley with VetCorp. We provide emergency remediation of water, fire, and smoke damage, tree and debris removal, and disinfecting services for residential and commercial properties. I'll respond in two hours or less, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Call me at 314-9957, 314-9957. 
or look us up online at vetcoreservices.com. That's V-E-T-C-O-R services.com. This is Passport to Texas. When you combine backpacking and cycling, you get bikepacking. And that's the focus of an article by Brandon Weaver for the April issue of Texas Parks and Wildlife magazine. Touring the countryside on a bicycle isn't new. Cyclists haul their gear and supplies using racks and saddlebags. However, bikepacking is the next evolution of bike travel. Brandon says it differs from traditional bike touring by eliminating the need for racks. The packs, he says, are specifically sewn and engineered to fit in and around a bicycle's frame and distributes the weight equally across the bicycle. That makes it lighter, faster, and more efficient than saddlebags. To test this, Brandon joined brothers Jared and Seth Foster on a 223-mile bikepacking adventure. They traveled from Mother Neff State Park to Possum Kingdom State Park. Along the way, they camped at Meridian State Park, Dinosaur Valley State Park, and spent their final night at the future side of Palo Pinto Mountain State Park. And the new pack system made the trip a breeze. They traveled as many gravel roads between the parks as they could find. Brandon wrote, We are taking the roads less traveled, which is the essence of bikepacking. Read all about this bikepacking adventure in the April issue of Texas Parks and Wildlife magazine. We receive support in part from Ram Trucks, built to serve. For Texas Parks and Wildlife, I'm Cecilia Nasty. Eight oh eight Technologies combines over forty years of experience in electronics integration, specializing in sound, video, automation, and networking for both residential and commercial applications. The result is unmatched performance visually, sonically, and functionally. For the next level in custom electronic design and installation, contact eight oh eight Technologies for a free consultation at eight oh eight Tech.net. That's eight oh eight Tech.net. Uh, 50 years ago, 1972, the OJs got on the love train. Uh, Robert Sesson is here. Rusty Burson is here. LSU finally fired Will Wade. Shocking. Uh, Because the notice of allegations were made public. There were the old lack of institutional control, which we've known for five years. Uh, but he got three years' worth of a several-million-dollar contract out of the deal, so he's fine. Will's fine. The, team, the, the, the school's going to pay for it, and I'm not saying they shouldn't because they, they should have fired him when, when all this first happened, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and all the tapes came out. I mean, he should have been fired then, and maybe they could have gotten ahead of the posse. So I don't mind them dropping the hammer on LSU because LSU did nothing. They, they harbored a fugitive. They paid him a lot of money, and they won a few games. And they got in the tournament this year. So they'll, they'll get paid for getting in the tournament. But um, it took way too long for him to get fired. Well, you go back to that, and, uh, of course, Arizona parted ways. Sean Miller. With Miller real yep. quick. Uh, I guess the only one, two that – Patino. Uh, Patino, but I guess the and one he landed on his feet. State was self, you know, self is Bill Self, self is, is still that is flying high at Kansas. Yeah. He's the one that managed out of that group. Yeah, so far, so far, so far. You know, I saw the rumors right after they fired Will Wade that uh, you know Scott Woodward was going to come after Buzz, and, and I read that too. And I just kind of laughed. I did too. I mean, I, I really laughed, and, and my wife asked, "What? What are you laughing about?" I was like, 
Scott Woodward thinks LSU is so much better than they actually are right now. I mean, because I know what kind of job they, they've had in the past, but when you look at who he had to settle for as a football coach, and then who – why would anybody in their right mind go into this situation? Money, right baby. Money. I, 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 that's the only he, thing. Buzz but you're going to have to give them yeah. at least a couple of years because you're not going to go to the NCAA tournament for a couple of years. One, you can't do it, right? I mean, they're going to – they're going to – Oh, they're going to get prohibit. hit. Yes. They're going to get hit. So whoever they hire is going to have to come in with a – I mean, just a – whole bunch of odds stacked against them. Yes. And I just think, you know, that, yeah, they could throw the the wor- world of money at them, but that's the only way. And yeah. I just don't think, like, the same thing with Jimbo. When they came after Jimbo, and I kind of laughed at that, everybody nationally was saying, oh, yeah, Jimbo's leaving. I don't think oh, so. Oh, Conzo Martin got fired, too. He was another one that's out right, at, at Missouri. Right, right. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure Ben Howland's going to survive, and I'm not I'm – not ex- completely sure Kermit's going to survive, although he had terrible injuries this mm-hmm. year. So you, you mentioned, can South Carolina do better than Frank Martin? Yes. I don't think they can. Frank Martin had them in the Final Four how many uh, years about ago? About three, four years ago. Yeah, And then Mike White had Florida in the Elite Eight yes. four or five years ago. Yes. I mean, I just don't know if these schools I, really are thinking I, it through. I understand. I mean, I, I just don't know. I don't either. They're going to throw more money at it. But a lot the of times, grass is not always greener with somebody I mean, else. I, I don't know if you can find – if there's a – you know, I'm looking at the list of teams that are in right now. What you usually do is these ADs will be watching this tournament. They already have a list, but they'll be watching mm-hmm. this tournament and watching maybe a little smaller school that's going to make, you know – You have to be careful with some run. of those. You Absolutely know? you do. No, I mean, OU's hit a home run with, you know. Porter. Porter, yeah. You know, i got to tell you, and, and Buzz has been great. I, this, this has nothing to do with Buzz. But when A&M was looking for a coach before they hired Buzz, I thought Porter Moser would be a great coach. He would. Somebody that had already been here. I agree with and, you. And, but I didn't think, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think they could prime out of Chicago. He loved. I talked to him. Four or five years ago when they were in the tournament, the sister jeans when they made their run, right? right. I talked to him either in San Antonio or Houston, where one of the regionals was. Uh, After their big, they had a huge win down there, I think, to get to maybe the final four, I think it was. And uh, I just didn't think that anybody was going to get him out of there. So props to Joe Castiglione for doing it. He's a great AD, we know that. At, for hiring him, I thought that was a great hire, and that hire is going to pay dividends. Yeah, I've talked to people at OU too, and and they have so much respect for him because he's like, there's just to the most minute detail. Because Owen you're talking about? No, I'm talking about oh, Porter. Porter. He yeah. does not miss a thing. Right? No, he's a great coach. Yeah, he's an outstanding coach. Here's the deal. I I saw that maybe same list you saw. Whoever I think Buzz was fifth or sixth on the list. I, I think Scott Woodward will. Make a good hire. I mean, he hired Brian Kelly in football. He hired Kim Mulkey. He likes play, making the big splash. I, I think we he'll make that. a big splash. I think he'll make a big splash. Yeah, but I think Kim Mulkey left because Baylor's bat, men's team was getting too no much doubt. attention. No doubt, I understand. No doubt, but, yeah. he, but he made the big hire. But he made the hire. No, I, yeah, and yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't yeah. think Brian Kelly is a great hire. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I mean, I'm, I'm saying he's a home run for for his people. Once again, is you said Mark Turgeon is not a fit in the SEC. I don't know if Brian Kelly is. We'll see. He's trying to death. I tell you what, all he has to do is win. He'll be a great fit. You're right. I just don't know. (laughs) All he has to do is win. He'll be a great fit. Well, you know, it's like we say about. He won't even have to fake an accent. We say about (laughs) about South Carolina, but 
I'm not the AD not there, and I don't know what the boosters want. If the boosters paying money, a lot of time want to change. The, the ADs Ray Tanner, the former baseball yeah. coach, right? You, you yeah. got to you got to do what your boosters say, and Ray Tanner's. You know, I think well, when I read, Ray, Ray Tanner's got to save his job. And to save yes. his job, he might have to fire them. Well, Conzo's out coach. because nobody's coming to the games at Missouri. Nobody. Uh, it, it, South Carolina was still having pretty decent crowds. That's what kind of surprises me. Right. They weren't playing to empty gyms up there. They, they were still pretty much had some pretty aggressive, loud you know, crowds for games up there. I had a laugh because I read all the, the quotes. From all the coaches that said they hated to see Martin fired, right? And Missouri, what a great class guy he is, whatever. And I get that, but them beating him is the reason he got fired because, yeah, like, like we've been we've been up to Missouri enough to know. Well, A&M didn't get any fired. When you're losing, <laughs> no. when you're losing in Missouri and they don't show up, you're in trouble. No, because, I, 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 you know, I thought yeah. you were talking about Frank Martin. No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So you, you know, and and once again, same thing with with uh, South Carolina, the boost. Sometimes we're sitting there like everything looks good. If the guys that are kicking in a million dollars a year saying like, hey, we don't like that guy, there's a good chance he's there, gone. There was a story, and it may have been in The Athletic, and I just I haven't read the whole story. I read the headlines about the political climate in Louisiana hmm. and how once Will Wade, the first time it came out, once all of the, the tapes came out, once all of that came out, a bunch of people had a save Will Wade, you know, rally, and a, apparently it was a bunch of influential donors, right, who are who are still running things right down there. And not to say that they don't do that everywhere, because they do, but but they they were uh, very adamant. Hey, we don't care if and LSU, we know there's. I don't think there's anybody at LSU that cares that they cheat as long as they win. Okay. There's a lot of places. That's there's the a lot of places like that. I, I, you know, obviously there's a lot of places like that. But but I think LSU is more so than most. And it's like, hey, he's he's winning. He's he's getting players in here. We don't want him going anywhere. And so they didn't until they absolutely had to fire him. But you think that's another program when you think about the number of outstanding, incredible players they've had. Through Haven't the years. had a lot of success. Exactly. They even, went to the final four Shaq. with Shaq, right? Yeah. With Dale yeah. Brown one yeah. year. Dale Brown for all that he brought in. Big baby, didn't they go one year with him, or yeah. maybe they got beat before they went to the final yeah, four? Yeah, and then you know the uh, the guy I think he went to final Chris four Jackson once. who changed his name. Chris Jackson. And yeah, then, Abdul. Sh- Raif Shamir Shamir Raif something like that yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then I mean all the way back to Pistol Pete yes right? I mean but that program has never no. true gotten true. over the top yeah You're but right. again going back to our our first conversation if you took a group of random fans from all over the country and you you would ask. So who has a better basketball program, LSU or Texas A&M? Well, I'd tell LSU because they have at least been. To I'd ask for LSU without yeah. even hesitation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, again, it's it, a perception is a lot of it, and sometimes perception becomes reality. Well, and you would just say, hey, the producer Shaquille Neal. Yes. I mean, yeah. yeah. And they, didn't, they yeah. didn't have a lot of success as a team under Pete Maravich. He's, he's one of the all-time best players of all time. So, you know, oh, yeah. You yeah, they like didn't that. win a lot then, yeah, yeah. right? He just got to shoot 50 times. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, you know, so with the talent they've had, you would think that they'd have a national talent or so. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But the coaching has almost never uh, lived I would up say to Dale the, Brown has been the best. And he, and, and he wasn't great. No, exactly. You know, so I, I don't think the coaching's ever matched 
the talent level there. Maybe Scott Woodward can get somebody to do that this time around. Who Mark knows? Tur- Mark, you said Mark Turgeon's available, so let <laughs> put, a, put a shout out. Hey, there. I, I'd, go, is, I'd go get Frank Martin. Frank Martin's available, yes. I, yeah, I, believe me. Frank I, I would hire Frank Martin. I don't care where you are. I, I think that guy's going to come in and win games for you. His players love him. I He's well. I mean, Florida could do a lot worse too. I mean, no talk doubt. About them. How about changing coaches all over the wow. SEC? Huh? Yeah. Interesting. And I don't think we're quite finished with that yet. Maybe not. Maybe right? Not. Maybe uh, not. Um, just have a couple of minutes left. Let's do just a little baseball. Um, Speaking and, of LSU. Speaking of LSU, coming up, right? That's where they open. Yeah. Coming up next weekend. Uh, uh, it's this weekend. Yes, sir. It's this weekend, right? This weekend. Yeah, SEC they open this weekend. Opens. They play Houston tomorrow night, and then they open, right? They're going to Baton Rouge. Houston tomorrow afternoon, right? Uh, tomorrow afternoon at 5. Yep. yep. Yep, thanks. Moved up to 5. Everything's at 5 around here except the – the uh, Except the tip-off tomorrow night, NIT which is NIT showdown. Yeah. The NIT showdown, Kinda which I think is on ESPN2 tomorrow two, night. Correct. Yeah. Right? It's the yeah. kind of opponent that got AM in trouble, you might say, because you got to play tougher opponents than uh, uh, Alcorn, Alcorn State. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've seen enough Alcorn States come through here this, you know, this, the last several years. This is where you don't want to see those kinds of teams in, in November. Absolutely. No, not. you're right. I mean, that's yeah, what we said. Yeah. You, you, you've got to replace the Alcorn States with, with some and, better teams. You know, Billy Kennedy had some, some good teams come in. You he know? did. I mean, he had Gonzaga come in. And, and Baylor? Yeah, Baylor. I mean, yeah. yes, Baylor. The home and home of Baylor did makes sense. Who did Arizona come in? Somebody at Arizona come in? Uh, Arizona State it was. It oh, wasn't was Arizona. Arizona. Okay. Yeah, it was Arizona okay. State. Okay. Yeah, they went out to Arizona under Turgeon, I think. Okay. I think okay. that may be right. Yeah. Uh, okay. But, yeah, Baylor home and home, that would make sense for sure. I Even mean, that TCU. Would, that would – TCU. TCU, Houston. I mean Houston. Any of those, any of those schools would raise your RPI, right? Absolutely, I still but not call tar- it RPI. Not, I'm net. with you. I, I'm, I'm with you. 100%. But not Tarleton. Uh, not Tarleton. You don't play them saying, anymore. Saying, yeah, because yeah. uh, they're probably going to be pretty good next year. I'm guessing. <laughs> I, I I looked again at their kind of their Did schedule. You? Yeah, I was yeah. just I was oh. fooling around the website just to see what Billy ended up. But uh, I, I suspect they're going to be better this next year. Yeah, you don't want to play them. No. You don't play anybody that's You do want to play lose. Houston, TCU, and Baylor. Why not? I agree. Yes. I mean, you'll get crowds here. You're gonna, you know that these teams, as long as these coaches are there and these programs. The TCU loss wasn't a bad loss. I mean, it, it wasn't a, a bad loss. loss. Really it was need, not a bad loss. Yeah, you really need to play Baylor. I, I mean, they, they, they really Baylor's need to play Baylor. Baylor. The SEC, and so no. you need to play them. You know, I, I agree. I miss hey, that Baylor basketball rivalry. Texas Tech fans hate Texas Tech. Yes, they would they come out and boo Texas Tech, don't yes, you think? They would absolutely. Now the bad news is you you'd have go to go out there. Tech. But hey, I'm just saying. Buy them hard hats. It's not like they haven't been to love it before. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. I mean, how hard is that? Yeah. It should not be that hard. Just get Joe Wilbert to drive the the bus. <laughs> hey, he would drive it. <laughs> They'd stay out of his way. So you right? think, okay, you remember? Think, you think you think Buzz is here long enough? He probably make his own schedule, right? I would think, think so. so. Yes, yeah. sir. I would think so. I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, he's a Texas guy, kind of. I would yes. think. To play those yeah, I, I would think so. And and I did ask him about scheduling, kind of not roundabout. I didn't say, "Hey, your schedule sucks." Why? <laughs> but pretty much. Right. You know, yeah, and you, he, you could do he that talked Chip. about I got you, yeah. Well, I can. Yeah. And he talked about how uh, difficult, and I'm not saying it's not how difficult it is, but these other teams don't seem to have any problems, <clears throat> right? No. 
They they seem to be able to make it work. And AM's hot right now. You got to get. You missed out on the bi- the Big Twelve challenge this year. Yes, so you I did know. miss out on the Big Twelve challenge. True. That means next year they will have one. Yeah. But you may not be playing anybody good. Right. You know, you you may be down the down. You the might league. get Kansas State. They've had that. before. You may get Kansas State again. Yeah. So that that doesn't. You can't count they just on fired that. Their coach too. I guess. It, yes, he, they did. Yep. He, he quit. Okay. Did, you yeah, need yeah. To, you need to if you can Google Bruce Weber. It was. Phenomenal six minutes. Phenomenal six minutes after his loss in the tournament, he knew he was going to quit or he knew he was out. Oh. It was fantastic. There aren't enough Bruce Webers. There's too many Will Wades, and yep. until we have more Bruce Webers in basketball and fewer Will Wades, it'll still be slimy. Yep. On that happy note, gentlemen, we'll see you next week. All right, <laughs> Robert Cessna, Rusty Burson with us. The Writers' Roundtable is brought to you by 808 Technologies. David Gardner's Jewelers will be open tomorrow. Drop by and say hey to David. See what he's working on. It's always something special at David Gardner's, whether it's wedding, um, engagement, anniversary, special birthday, graduation's not that far away. I'm telling you, the folks at David Gardner's do it right every single time. Unique, distinctive quality. They also have Rolex and Tudor watches and David Yerman jewelry. 10 to 6 tomorrow at David Gardner's Jewelers, 911 University Drive in front of audio video. Some investors have time to manage their own portfolios. Others don't. That's why Raymond James Financial Services offers several types of professionally managed programs designed to meet your needs. Call financial advisor David Decker today at 693-7600, located in College Station, to discuss professional asset management. Raymond James Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Life well planned. 808 Technologies combines over 40 years of experience in electronics integration, specializing in sound, video, automation, and networking for both residential and commercial applications. The result is unmatched performance visually, sonically, and functionally. For the next level in custom electronic design and installation, contact 808 Technologies for a free consultation at 808tech.net. That's 808tech.net. My thanks to Robert Cessna, Rusty Burson, thanks to Steve Denton, thanks to Buzz and Schloss. We'll be back at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Set your watches. Sports Radio, 1150 AM, 93.7 FM, KZNE, College Station, Bryan, Texas. Plowing through the ragged skies And up a cloudy draw Their brands were still on fire And their hooves were made of steel Their horns were black and shiny And their hot breath he could feel A bolt of fear went through him As they thundered through the sky For he saw the riders coming hard And he heard their mournful cry Yippee-i-o
a big day in the NFL. Adam Schefter reporting NFC South rivals the Panthers and Saints will meet with Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson over the next 48 hours, a precursor to a potential trade. However, Houston declined the Colts' attempt to speak with Watson. First eight teams were allowed to talk with free agents, and the money was spent big. The Jaguars come to terms on a five-year a deal with uh, Pro Bowl guard Brandon Scherf. A wide receiver, Christian Kirk, gets four years, $84 million. Tight end Evan Ingram, one year, $9 million. Chargers giving former Patriots quarterback J.C. Jackson a five-year, $82.5 million deal, 40 of which is guaranteed. Buccaneers re-up with quarterback Carlton Davis, three years, $45 million. Mitch Trubisky to the Steelers on a two-year contract. Teddy Bridgewater, one year to Miami. The Browns release wide receiver Jarvis Landry. The Cowboys keeping defensive end Demarcus Lawrence. It's a three-year deal. How about Hassan Reddick to the Eagles, three years, $45 million. $40 million for Alex Kappa leaving the Bucks for the Bengals. And that same amount keeps Quadre Diggs the safety in Seattle. From baseball, the A's trading first baseman Matt Olson to Atlanta. Four prospects, including the Braves' top two. This means longtime Braves first baseman Freddie Freeman will depart in free agency after winning a World Series just last season. Padres shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. likely to need surgery and a broken left wrist. Could miss up to three. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.